Welcome, everybody. This is the Devon Foxworth Podcast. Springing a little bit of ism on y'all today. Today, I got my apprentice, young Rizzlemane. What's up, A.K.A. Y'all? Tyrese, Reezy Tats on Instagram. Yes, sir. And I just want to say this young man is doing quite swell. He's actually doing his thing. He's, Thank you. I'm trying. You he's know. been doing it for a while now, and just a I'm, really, bit. I'm really proud of him. I appreciate that. But like I was saying before we even started, yep. We uh we was just talking about the little bit of drip that we always I always he always holds me accountable and he always thinks I dress nice but I don't <laughs> think I dress nice. I was saying how I buy this this one pair of clothes, a couple pair of clothes here and there, or a couple pair of shoes, and I wear the same stuff all the time. Like he's lying. No, I'm dead serious. I you know I feel like nowadays, like people don't realize having a washer and dryer is a luxury. And to me, that is a luxury. <laughs> it is. I, I uh, yeah. I have a really nice place, and in my nice place, thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you. Oh, you got the. In my color. nice place, it comes with a washer and dryer, yeah. and so I'm gonna wear the same stuff over and over and over again until it rips, and then when it rips, it adds character. Y'all paying for that Balenciaga stuff? I got my own stuff. Yeah, literally. Win some. You know what I'm saying? Win some. We got our own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but um, enough about little, you know what I'm saying? We just want to sprinkle a little ism. So I want to ask Tyrese a few questions. I want y'all to actually get to know my apprentice because I feel like I'm going to start having a lot of guests on these shows. And I want to get the people that mean a lot to me on here first and foremost so y'all can get, like, who I am as a person. I'm really big on, like, who I surround myself with, who I invite into my life, and the people I do invite into my life, they don't even realize how close they are in my life until other people meet them. And they be like, what, you, you held his baby? Like, what? Like, where you been to his house? Like, his dog ain't attack you? Like, I actually real, really selective. I'm really low-key. Even if you follow me on Instagram, you feel like you don't really know me. So that's why I'm doing this, so y'all can get to know me. Y'all get to see who I am as a person other than just the tattoos. So I want you to introduce you guys to Tyrese. Tyrese, where are you from, man? So I'm from El Grove, California, born and raised. I moved out here from the Bay, actually. I'm not going to claim I'm from the Bay, but I did. When did you I move did. out here from the Bay? I was three. Hey, come on, cuz. It still, hey. it's, it's still hey, counts. Hey, cuz, blood. All my family out there, so it still counts. Hold on, right. hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to have to pause this. No, we're going we to have to pause We're not pausing nothing. This counts. I don't want to interrupt him, but I'm going to interrupt him because everybody <laughs> in the Bay knows, bro, when you come to Sacramento, nobody is from Sacramento. Well, I don't want to be from. Veer, where you from? Veer's from the Philippines, y'all. See, that's cool, though. No one is in Sacramento is from Sacramento. All right, bro. I'm going to just say this. If you know Sacramento, I just don't fit. Like, I, I'm from where I'm from, bro. That's all I got to say. I, I am not it. from I here. I respect it. I dress like everybody out there. I talk like <laughs> everybody out there. I'm not from here. I do not fit in with these people. What you mean, these people? These Sacramento motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> what you? Oh, the Kings are good right now, so I know right you better now. not. Right oh, now. Right. The last time they were good was like, what? 2002? Yeah. I wasn't even talking yet, so that don't even count. <laughs> but Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all I had to say. Like, That's where I'm from. I'm from out here, so. So yeah. you were you always an artist? Did like, did you feel like you always had a, a skill with art? And 
it just came to you easy, easy. Like especially, you know, we we're young black boys, right? Yeah. And from my experience myself, I um I was always into drawing. I thought it was really cool. I I like Dragon Ball Z. I would make my own characters. I would draw my own cars. And I put rims on it, you feel me? I have my shit clean. Like, I draw myself playing football and stuff, you know what I'm saying? But on the other end, I also didn't think it was cool. Like, I really didn't think it was cool. And actually not saying, like, you know, type of type of this type of thinking is, is good or anything. It's horrible to think like this. But, like, I thought it was soft. And I'm growing up around a lot of kids. Everybody want to fight. Everybody want to play sports. Everybody's aggressive. Like, a lot of people I grew up with passed away. So I know for a fact, like, when I was trying to draw, it wasn't embraced in a positive manner. I was thought of of being soft. So I kind of would hide that skill from my friends. My family, of course, knew. Yeah. Everyone in my house knew. Instead of playing video games, I'd be drawing. But when I left the house, my you teachers was the only ones that really knew because yeah. I'm drawing on this homework. And they passed me because I got B's, right? Yeah. But – I really didn't want nobody to know that. I thought it was soft. Do you feel like that's an experience you experienced? Uh, I honestly say, yeah, like, um, just now, even, like, going through my apprenticeship, like, everybody at my school just found out that I was doing art. Um, I thought it was, I thought the same thing. Like, I just thought it was weird. I was hanging around people that didn't do that. So, like, I just tried to fit in. I didn't want to show nobody that I drew. Only, like, close people knew that I drew, like, my real true friends, I guess you could say. But um, everybody else, I never even told them. Even when I had art class, like, I would show up late on purpose so nobody seen me. So, I mean, that was bad itself, you know what I'm saying? I did show up to other classes late, but just doing that, I don't know why I did that. Like, yeah, I feel, like, I feel weird for doing that now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I feel like the, the ties have shifted in art. Art's, like, taking over the world, and it's actually cool to be an artist, kind of like in the Renaissance era. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. back in the day, if you was that kid doing the Naruto run, bro, you Man. didn't want to be the kid doing the Naruto. That's Everybody who drew pictures. Was, they was on your head. That's who was drawing was pictures. Was a kid that did the little, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They was the rolling flaming. backpack. Yes, they yes. were flaming there, bro. They were flaming there for no reason. But now, like, the anti-bullying is pretty cool. The the Everybody's into anime. I didn't even know that me and the, me and the little anime kid was watching the same anime. Yeah. He running a class. I wanted to run with him. I feel like But it wasn't cool. I feel like it's a trend now. It's, I, like, cool. To some people, it's a trend. To some people. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching it, though. So... Okay, with that being said, do you feel like your transition from being an artist is really moving into tattooing easily? Like, is, is tattooing coming to you easy, or is it coming to you hard? Um, or is it, like, whatever? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd say both. Uh, I think it's just hard because, like, I think I put a lot of pressure on myself because, like, who I'm around. So I see everybody doing great stuff, so I want to be great, too. I be hard on myself. I don't really talk about it like that because I'm not really the most outgoing person, I guess you can say. But um, as far as, like, art and understanding stuff, I understand it. Like, you can pull up certain, uh, I guess, references, you could say. I understand them. But then, yet again, here comes in that aspect of, like, everything being hard because I'm like, man, I need to be 
just as smooth as Devon or Rich or Shine, Jessa, everybody else. So then that's what like kind of puts in a block right now. So I'm trying to get over that. But other than that, like I feel like the transition's not too bad. It's just it's just getting over certain humps, I guess you can say, to get through that. I want you to speak more about that, like especially being in an environment like this currently, if you guys don't know, we are at Peaks and Valleys. We're we're artists. We're artists. Well, he's not an artist yet. He's an apprentice. <laughs> yeah. I'm an artist. Rich is over there. He's an artist. Bella's over there. She's a she's an artist too. But we we have a we have a respect in this tattoo industry for doing really good work and. A lot of people come to us from all over the world to get tattoos they spend a lot of money on. And I can see how that can be added pressure to you, bro. Can you, like, explain, like, why you feel that way, if that makes Um, sense? Like, why do you feel like you need to be as good as someone that's been doing this for 11 years Okay. When you're starting to do it after your second year. So this like this kind of goes back to even like what me, you and Rich talk about personally. It's like the sports aspect of stuff. Like you don't want to be on the like back then when you would hoop or f- play football or whatever, you do not want to be the one that sits on the bench or who's known as the trash one. So it's just added pressure. Like I do not want to do anything as far as pulling a line doing shading I don't want to be the trash one in the shop like so that's the added pressure like every day I'm just like man I gotta I gotta do the best or somebody gonna look at the page like hey this he definitely the one that that's getting a lot of people because he charged less or because he's new or you know anything like that so I just don't want to be looked at as that I want to be better than that um and I hold myself to a higher standard Especially, like, now, you know what I'm saying? Like, realizing my potential. So, I just feel like that's why I do that. Right. That's really cool. I like that analogy you use with, like, basketball and how tattooing and most things in life can be correlated or equivalent to sports. And really, the bottom line, when, you, when you're saying that, I can assume you're talking, like, talking about it being like the work ethic right so like the analogy I like to give him all the time like to give you all the time is if I teach you how to shoot a basketball without the ball you could do that form perfectly perfectly it could be as good as Kobe Bryant you could do it every single day of your life every single day and then you get on that court and shoot the ball bet you're gonna miss and so now what you're learning is repetition it's just the same thing with tattooing. It's like the more you do it, the more hours you get in, the better you're going to get. But that's, that's really true. cool. I'm really proud of, like, the the man you're becoming, number one. Number one, because when I met him, he was a boy. He was, I what, was, 18? I was 18. I, was just, 18. I just turned 18. Just turned 18. Yeah. Mind you, his birthday is the day after mine. Yeah. And his mom in there, you know, mom was, mom was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. That's her baby. You know what I'm saying? She in there. Like, oh, my baby can draw. I'm like, okay, let me see. And she pulled out some drawings and showed me. And I was like, wow, I kind of see myself in this kid. Like, I actually am interested in teaching you if you're interested. And I was like, just pull up whenever you get a chance. 
just to see if he'll come. Yeah. Didn't even put no, no effort into nah. it. Just come on. And he came, and then he came, and then he came, and then he came. And he's here for free for years. For, yeah. what, a year? Before yeah. you even touched the tattoo machine? Yeah, I was here for a year. Uh, I think, yeah, at least a year. Yeah. Because I had, like, I think I told you, like, I barely, I barely worked. I had probably, like, two jobs. So I, it was either I'm going to work and go to school, which I didn't want to do, or I was going to do that. So I just knew, like, this is finally, like, my opportunity to do something with art. Because I, I wanted to at the time. I was, it was like that shift, like you were saying, with that mindset. Like, I was even nervous showing him at the time, like, my art. Because I, I wasn't even putting full, like, Because that shit was, it was soft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit was soft. Like, <laughs> it was I that promise transition. You, I promise you, <laughs> yeah. it, it was the little boys sitting in the back of the class, crisscross applesauce, and we all got desks. There's no reason for him to be on the ground. Yeah. And he's sitting on the ground drawing a picture, and I'm like, man, I do not want to be like him, but that looks fun. Like, yeah. that looks cool. I'm trying to get the girls too, but I, can't, I know I, if I do that, I definitely ain't going to get no girls. So, yeah, I feel yeah. that. When, another thing is like, when I, when I met you and what I've been looking for and I knew God was going to send it to me was like another black kid that wanted to be a tattoo artist. And it was really big for me to like find someone that I could see the potential in and not necessarily skill in, in, the, in the biggest aspect. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. But just the potential of a dedicated young black man that wants to do come in this industry. And there's a lot of things that me, you, and Rich has experienced or haven't experienced because we are black. And people don't really think about that unless they're in our position. And that's why we were in Miami, right? Yeah. We went to the Black Tattoo Experience. Yeah. So it's really cool because that didn't exist. Yeah. Y'all motherfuckers lucky because that was not like a thing. It was... Uh, it's new, right? A it year? was new. It was, it's definitely new. So... We just came from back. We just came back from Miami. We, uh, you know, we was out there for Art Basel. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Out there Basling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Basling. Doing that some artistic things. It was fun. Yeah, he was, was popping out. He had the same glasses on. It was middle of the night. He can't middle see of the nothing. night. Can't see nothing. <laughs> they know I tripped and fell because of these glasses. Hey, they know. <laughs> Tyrese fell so hard, bro. I, I fell so not. hard, literally. Nah. From my perspective, I kid you not, I'm from the hood. Like, I'm, I'm from Richmond, California. Okay? So, we, we just crossed the street. We just crossed the street, bro. Like, if there's no car, we're running across the street, and you don't get hit <laughs> if you're good. And that's why everyone got wheels in Richmond. Everybody got wheels. Everybody know all them Richmond kids is fast as hell because we be just crossing the street. So, I just crossed the street. Rich. <laughs> Rich, y'all can't see him right now, but Rich, his cousin's from, from Richmond, you know what I'm saying? His brother's from Richmond. He got wheels, you know what I'm saying? His family's from Oakland, though. I don't know about them, but you know what I'm saying? He yeah. was a little bit far behind us, <laughs> and all I heard was a splat. We turn around. <laughs> I see a splat. I hear a splat. Shoo. Dangling. <laughs> <laughs> this man face first on the ground okay. like a murder scene. Like, Boy. We can't say he face like first. This, this no, no, no. I, I, I promise you. Back. I remember like a mannequin. I, I literally knew as soon as I hit the curve. Like, oh shit! Like, I'm flying. Did your glasses stay on? 
Yeah, they did. <laughs> but I knew, like, I'm flying. No, nah, my, my Gucci slides fell off. So I was yeah. like, damn, like, where my shit at? And then I can't, like, it was just hella dark. So I was like, bro, I can't see with these sun, like, with these shades on. So I'm like, bro, I had to roll in the air, try to brace myself, all this other shit. But, like, I don't know. Like, and my boy a germaphobe, cuz. Yeah. I kid you not, boy. He's on the ground like, ah, bro, is it okay? And, like, <laughs> we looking like, you good, bro. Like, you're good. Like, it's a little scrape. He like, I know, but it's Art Basel. Bro. <laughs> It's hella, y'all don't it's hella people out here. Y'all right? don't understand. Like, our Basel, there's so many people. Right. And then on top of that, you got all these people walking around sweating. People just got done. I'm not going to cuss, but they been, they just did stuff. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what's on the floor. You it know what I'm saying? could have been sitting all down there. It he was looking out. Yeah. Because yeah. if I started going in and out, then y'all going to be like, oh, what's I wrong with tatted. We would have did it for little, we did it for Tyrese. I would have been breakdancing like, like B2K on you guys, sir, bro. We would have been doing it for Tyrese. This podcast would be sponsored by Tyrese, your whole foundation. And that's why we don't want that. So that happen. <laughs> nah, it's good. But uh, yeah, so that was your first time in Miami, huh? Yeah, it was actually, it was really cool. Um, I don't know how to... I don't really be expressing myself, but I, it, I was super excited. Um, it was a really good experience. Even just being at the Black Tattoo Experience, that was fun. Explain the Black Tattoo Experience from uh, an up-and-coming, from your perspective, right? You're, you're young, you're up-and-coming yeah. tattoo artist. You're learning how to tattoo under a black artist. You are a black artist. So what did that mean to you to go to the Black Tattoo Experience? Um, and like, what was it like? You know, oh, what I'm you saying? want me to be like, like real, real, real as real as real right now? Or like, would you you want me to water it down? You can do your thing. Yeah, just remember, people watching. Okay, look, I'll just be real about it, and they gonna so, flame you. They gonna flame me, but it is what it is. Like, um, I'm gonna just be real. Like, there ain't too many people in the industry that look like me, talk like me, dress like me. So. It was a good experience to even meet other black artists, regardless of where they're at, how many years they've been tattooing, all that. Because, again, like, these other people do not relate to me at the end of the day. They can, but, like, they're not in my skin at all. Like, they don't know how it is to be me. They don't know how it is to, you know, wake up in the morning, go go to the store, somebody watching me. Like, they don't know that. So it's good to see people, you know, Doing my th- doing the yeah. same thing we doing. Yeah, cut from the same cloth. Interested in the same thing you're interested in. Especially we just came from the uh, convention in L.A. Yeah. The Golden State Convention. And, <laughs> you know, we can count with our hand. We can count with one hand how many black um, people, how many black artists we've seen. So it was really cool seeing a different environment, right? Yeah. Like Seeing, like. That was definitely an experience. It was different. still cool, but like he said, there wasn't too many people that looked like us there. It was, it was definitely a good 10. Yeah, yeah. 10, if anything. So explain so. what it was. Like, like to me, because it was really, it's really hard to describe what the Black Tattoo Experience is. To, for some people, it's a place, it's a, it's a conference of, some would say, the best black 
tattoo artists in the industry or experienced black tattoo artists in the industry and they give presentations everyone gives their like input on the tattoo game and what they learn from it and what we can take away from their experiences and how to just be better artists in general and how to like get yourself financial freedom so everybody has a different take all the presenters are different what i got from it was i felt like it was important for me to go and for other artists to meet me in person and realize I'm a real person. They can ask me for tips and advice and help and ask me how to tattoo because I love tattooing more than anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, the main thing I want to give away is like knowledge. I want other people to take it and I don't care who you are. You can, you can be whoever. If you ask me a question, I'm going to answer, but it's really cool because a lot of times as black artists, we don't be feeling invited to be asking questions like that to certain artists. And I want to make that, bridge happen to where everyone feel comfortable to ask anybody how they do tattoos and that's just how i feel about it yeah and so especially for you yeah. you up and coming yeah. that's cool for you to have a network too yeah um i was just gonna say that like i feel like the networking was cool just to show face like we all me you rich talked about like we needed to show face to the uh to the artwork network talk to people see what they do um Cause like it's cool, it's inspiring. Like even though, like, I'm around you, and Rich all the time. Like, still, even before I started tattooing, like, um, I looked up to y'all. Even though I didn't even start, cause like, That's crazy, so. it's still like you know something that I wanted to do, even though I didn't talk about it. So. I really feel like... Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the compliment, man. I be trying to spread a little bit, of, you know what I'm saying? I be trying to be cool. So I feel like the kid, in, you know, in the stance at a basketball game looking up to the NBA stars, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty cool. So I'm definitely not an NBA star, though. <laughs> hey, I'm more like a G doing, League player. Nah, like, but you still be doing your thing. So nah, yeah, I be trying. I actually try with every tat. But let's also talk about we have a brand together. Me and me and Tyrese have got a brand. Oh. It's called Winsome. Winsome. Winsome Worldwide LLC. You know what I'm saying? We're we're yes. legit. You know what I mean? We We've been legit. doing this thing. We've been paying you paying cannot, taxes. You cannot take our name. Yes. Or yes. money. Yes. So a couple years ago when he was first my apprentice and I was mean to him. Um him and his friends was trying to start a clothing line and they just they it just wasn't happening like yeah. everybody wanted to do their own thing everybody had different ideas and they couldn't come together and make something happen i don't know ain't none of my business if y'all watching this just know y'all was slacking so yes i did leave y'all to go start some shit and i got gloves in the car for whoever <laughs> want his fate exactly you feel me like because y'all know no, what y'all is doing we doing one-on-ones <laughs> We ain't doing jumping, so like I got I got the gloves <laughs> in the car for whoever wants the one on one with my boy Tyrese is yes. good, and we got we got Rich over there if you want we the do. two on two. If that's and the, he's that's six what two, do. so don't don't he's be playing two. that shit. But <laughs> no, but realistically though, like it, it wasn't nothing negative. Everybody, you guys were at the age where young men yep. don't really know who they are in this world and true. what they want to do in this world. There's so many options and it gets overwhelming. I remember being that age and driving down the street and thinking like, dang, everything is money. Everything yeah. costs money. Yeah. Instead of thinking, dang, I can get money every way, I thought the opposite. Like, I need to, I don't, I don't have, I don't have. So I could see how y'all couldn't make it happen. Yeah. But I also 
am a little bit more experienced than him in life, and I also have finances too. So he presented his ideas to me, and I was like, yeah, I'll help you. Like, let's make it happen. And really, I just helped him help himself. He already had the ideas. He's, he's, he's a magician when it comes to creating. He's really smart at marketing. This kid is brilliant. He's a growing man now, but I just seen like how brilliant it was and how dedicated he is and how quick he learns things. And I wanted to invest in that and create something that we can share and it can blow up and he can focus just on the skill of tattooing instead of the finances of tattooing. And yeah. I wanted to prepare him to where he could spend more time on his tattoos and not be pressured to like, man, I gotta pay these bills. We, we can get another revenue coming in that's, that's gonna take less work, if that makes sense. Because us artists, we only get paid when we tattoo. So how do we come up with Winsome? The name, okay. in the first place. Uh, how do we do that? Because this is like right, like you said, this is right after um, me and my friends kind of like, we didn't fall out, but we just kind of took our ways with the other idea. Um, it was honestly, we just pulled up hella different definitions of names. names. I ain't gonna lie. It ain't even that deep. No. Nah, I'm bullshitting. Like literally, we, we just wrote down a <laughs> bunch of names and shit. And then like, we picked that one. And we're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then just decided to make a logo right then. He yeah. made the logo, and we were winsome. Like, yeah. that's, I think, the name thing. People spend too much time on cre creating, like, the perfect name and the perfect <coughs> plan before they get to even working. And so we decided to work first. So we were just like, all right, we got the name. Let's just go. And we yes. got an LLC immediately. We went and went and got samples made. We flew to L.A. and went and met a manufacturer, and he was taxing us out the ass. He charged us to make our Shopify and the whole time. It's you. Whole yes. time. He telling me, like, bro, he texting us, like, I know how to do that stuff. But I'm like, nah, bro, we got to go to the real deal. And literally went, and he was right the whole time. So now he just be like, Devon, bro, sit back. I got it and whatever. I'll be like, all right, for sure. What do you need me to do? Like, I'm yeah. pretty much a servant, like a slave. <laughs> like, I do whatever Tyree says. But It's, it's not even like. I don't know. I just don't. I don't try to take control about situations. But that's cat. Um, we just had an argument the other day about two different colors. They were the same color, and you were like, "I need both." The purple in the. He was arguing with me about purple and lavender. Do y'all know the difference between purple and lavender? It's not that far off, but I promise you, just having one more color, like people. Bro, want we it. had like red, green, <laughs> blue, and he was like purple and lavender. I'm like, bro, we. They're the I same think, color. I just think like. I know they are. You're right, cause like that's why I don't be saying too much now. But like, I look at like the color combinations on like the page in like an ad, and I feel like they just flow. You yeah. know, like yeah. people see it and they're like, "Ooh, that's clean." Like if they see the red, like they'll still buy it. But like, I just think like if somebody sees all of these colors that go together, they're like, "Whoa!" Like I'm gonna get three of these, cause like all I of see these. What you're saying. Like, like, I want all three. Like a color palette, and it goes together, and yeah. you just get all of them. Because if, like, we do a red, like, you might as well throw in, like, an orange or, like, a green. You know, something that still, like, flows. Yeah. I yeah. guess you could say. Yeah. I do that with my Sure, boss. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> you got this. I'm just here for the ride. I just pay the people. But um, it is really cool to see, like, your ideas come into fruition and like now we got thousands of orders so far now and seeing the the Instagram account grow and seeing the marketing work and everything that you said that would happen 
and that we thought that would happen is starting to happen, and it's starting to get like, it's starting to get a little out 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 of our hands. So we need to hire some people. Um, if y'all looking, if you really don't care about the value of yourself, um, come work for Winsome. Please. We will not pay you much, but we will we will give you a hoodie. That's yeah. big in itself because people want it. Yeah. They'll be reselling it too. So that's the value of itself. This is Tyrese. Yep. He's a young artist. He's actually currently booking. He's looking for young people or old people. It doesn't really matter. Just people with skin to tattoo cool stuff on. And I have my faith in him. I trust him with my skin. And I feel like everyone should trust him that goes to him to let him do his thing. He's really good. He's been taught by some of the best artists in the world, um, not including myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still working on that title. You know what I mean? But I just want you guys to follow him. I wanted you guys to meet him because he's very soft-spoken. He don't really talk much. But when he does talk, he does have a lot to say, and he's really smart. So give him a follow. Tell him your Instagram account. Give him your it's name. It's Reezy Tats. Talk your two shit. E's. Two E's. Winsome. Follow Winsome. Winsome Worldwide. And, yeah, like Devon said, I need clients. I, I am booking still. I am booked out right now, but I still need y'all to pull up. I want to do some dope shit, so let's get it. Well, thank you, guys. That's been it for Devon Foxworth Podcast. For the Devon Foxworth Podcast. Springing a little bit of ism every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Each and every guest got a little bit more game to give us. And that's what we're going to take away from this. Yep. I'll see you next time. Sayonara.